You're listening to the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. We're very serious crafters, and we craft very serious crafts. Very serious. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 7 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors. And I'm Heidi from Hands Occupied. Today we'll be talking about jewelry making, rescuing an iron, and craft themed games. Yay! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> so, as this episode is coming out, it's right around tax day. But as we are recording this, it's actually like o- over a month before tax day. And I am very proud to say that I filed my, well, my federal taxes. The earliest I've ever filed them in my life, thanks to... <laughs> wow. I, I know. Because TurboTax sends these little emails that say, if you don't file now, it's going to cost a whole lot more. And I get very weird and crazy about saving like $30. Wait, what? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. They send like... <laughs> it's like, oh, you're... On your cell phone. Oh, you mean to do the filing. taxes with the software. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I so see. I do this their software and then I save... $30, which isn't really a whole lot of money in the grand scheme of things, but it's $30. Do you know how much fabric I could buy with that? Anyway. <laughs> a lot. Or I could buy, like, a yes. really nice skein of yarn. <laughs> yeah. I was like, one one skein of yarn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's a nice skein of yarn. It is. And that's... Or that's, like, at least a couple of yards of decent fabric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... And so when I think of it that way, it was worth me um, setting aside other things that I probably should have worked on. And and I did that instead. So I mean, doing your taxes is necessary. I don't think that falls under the umbrella of things you shouldn't have been doing, but you should have been doing other work instead. Yeah, it was more like the timing (laughs) of it. Yeah, it was it was obviously Uh, I had to do the taxes, but it was it was the timing. of it. But anyway, we did ours on Tuesday, but. I don't really have a choice in that timing since um, my husband and I are both self-employed. So we have a person who does our taxes because they are complicated. Oh, yes. I bet. So we show up when 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 the appointment says that we show up, and that is that. <laughs> Which is actually kind of nice because I just don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it needs to happen, and then it does. I would mm-hmm. imagine, though, that you are already very organized with all of your receipts and invoices and everything going into it because you probably have it all tracked on a spreadsheet throughout the year, and that's something I fail at. Yeah, I do it in QuickBooks every Tuesday. Yeah. Um, which I have to say, honestly, that is one of the – best sort of stress reducing things I have ever done as a person with a crafting business. I used to have like files of of, um, uh, like with my receipts and everything like that. So I used to have everything all in one place, but actually keeping up with a regular weekly, this is what we do has removed so much stress from my life. And I didn't even realize like just throughout the year how much easier it would make my life mm-hmm. so i don't know it's it's more of a sanity saving tool than yeah. a i am an organized robot tool <laughs> <laughs> i i am but realizing also, that would help me a lot uh i i've i've used it i've used quickbooks a little bit but um i need to be better about it 
Anyway, what else you got going on? Oh, gosh. I've been reorganizing my pegboard and scissors wall, uh, which is not that much fits on it in the grand scheme of things. And I don't understand why it's why it has taken me so long. And you guys can see that behind me, there is a mess where there has never been a mess before. And I just, I don't even understand where all of that stuff came from, but it definitely came off of my pegboard. And so that has been an adventure. And I have also discovered how many specialty embroidery needle varieties that I own, which is a lot. Um, Why am I not surprised? Uh, hmm. I mean, I didn't even realize that I had most of these. And uh, see also fabric marking tools. Mm-hmm. I have a greater variety of fabric marking tools than my local sewing shop. And that's not an exaggeration. I truly do. That doesn't surprise me either. <laughs> I was going to say that that seems about right also. Yeah. And that's probably why it's taking so long. I need to go through each one of them and make sure that everything still marks and like, oh, but it, it's moving in the right direction. I have been doing so on Facebook's or not Facebook, um, on Instagram stories. So I actually have been doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but you know it, it's happening it's a thing yeah how, how about you Heidi what are you up to um well after listening to um our l- listening back to our live show episode <laughs> my train of shames were like we're both if you'll recall dear listeners um they both were about the last few finishing steps on a steaked sweater and then also having a pair of socks that all it needed was a couple ends woven in we're talking like Toe, heel, ankle on Mm -hmm. two socks that are women's size eight. (laughs) Um, So I finally was disgusted enough with myself after listening back to that train of shame to actually do the thing. (laughs) And much like much like I said would happen, it only took about 45 minutes to do this thing. Ah, yes. So there we go. Train of shame. I mean, you know, but I had that sweater that (laughs) what took two years it was finished for two years yep. was it i don't you know a year <laughs> whatever um we did that math at some point early in the podcast yeah so <laughs> is no what it judgment. is your socks are finished now they are and they're cute yay. thanks yay socks <laughs> yeah yay socks <laughs> oh man i i don't want to take us too far off but i'm actually thinking i might finally start knitting a for real pair of socks because uh, of a sock knit along that I just heard about. So we'll see. I will probably come back to talking about that in future Do episodes. It. Well, you have now done the mini socks, so you're not afraid of them anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. Which and is I a very flexi real flips, thing. Thanks to you two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Flexi flips. Um, I still haven't tried mine. I don't know how I haven't tried them. I've now purchased them multiple times. Hmm. Well, the thing is, so I've got the I've got the needles. I have I have skeins of beautiful sock yarn mm-hmm. that I purchased ages ago. There's really no reason for me to not do it. So I'm gonna come back around to that on another episode and I'll let you know how this goes. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> um but in the meantime, uh-huh. uh so I wanted to t- <laughs> so 
sometimes I say like, I don't know where all my time goes. And that's probably a lie because I <laughs> sometimes indulge in apps that contain ads for other games that I shouldn't play. And I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the latest ad that I've been receiving, again, probably because the internet is listening to me all the time. Yes. Is for a cross-stitching app. And there are a lot of cross-stitching apps out there. A lot of times they keep track of your embroidery floss for you. I use an app to design cross-stitch patterns. Um, I use an app called Stitch Sketch, which is not very expensive, but does the trick for the less amount of of cross-stitch design I do. Mm -hmm. Anyway, this one, though, is not like that. This is actually a game, and I'm Uh going to pull it up in my app store. It's called Cross-Stitch Color by Number, which is basically just that. It's like creating pixel art. You are just, you like follow the pattern and you put, I haven't actually played it. I didn't install it because I like, no, I, can't. <laughs> I can't do this. But, um, <laughs> but the idea is just that you, you tap in and fill in the design and it makes little cross stitches in the thing Ooh, for you. So it's like those and this coloring This is how it's apps. described. Yeah. Which I haven't ever yes, tried. Yes, exactly. It's but like I'm coloring book app. Familiar with them. All right. Right. That's what it is, but it makes it look like cross stitch. So it That's says cross stitch nice. and make your life more peaceful and comfortable. <laughs> Why uh, don't you actually cross stitch? But this is where it, wait that doesn't actually. Yeah. Work. No. Yeah, I know. It's it's a whole different thing. But this is where I think it's so funny because you know we've mentioned the getting confused between different kinds of crafts. So here's the description for the cross-stitch app. (laughs) Discover a great variety of free sewing patterns. (laughs) Cross-stitch easily. Just choose color thread and tap on the canvas to sew a knot. (laughs) I think this is a translation issue. It's possible. It's possible. But it says, sew anywhere, no needle, canvas, or color thread needed. Um... New sewing patterns are added daily, so you'll never get bored. Our coloring game automatically saves. Uh, create colorful embroidery, relax, and relieve stress. The interesting thing is there's more than one of these apps. Huh. There's two color-by-number cross-stitch apps, well, and they're by different companies. So, Nope, there's more than that. There's a lot more than huh. that. Well, I'm curious to <laughs> see if I'm going to start getting those ads now since we've been talking about it and the internet knows. But you might. I'm also looking at some of these and I'm pretty sure that they are copying copyrighted artwork. It just looks very, very similar to other <laughs> art yeah, that I've seen. So I mean, interesting. that is also... Sadly, how the internet works. Yeah. Hey, don't steal people's work and give them credit when they do something great that you love. Love, Haley. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> just saying. Posting um, a picture on the internet, yeah. even like on your Facebook feed, without giving credit is a really jerk thing to do. Don't do it. It is BS. Give, give credit. Yeah. It's real easy. Just give credit. Just give credit. That's it. That's really that's really what people yeah. really are looking for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I have shared that I like crafting mm-hmm. in video games, but this is 
a well, stretch that's for me. The, like so. I was going to say, Molly, mm-hmm. when you started talking about this, like there's something about the video games we talked about having um, a craft-inspired aesthetic, um, like mm-hmm. Kirby's Epic Yarn, Unta- or, um, yes. Unraveled, etc. You can see one of our early episodes of Season 2 for that whole story. Yeah. And so yeah. there's something that's really nice in a regular like video game environment about having a really well-developed craft-inspired aesthetic. It's really cool, to, especially to see like an Amigurumi Yoshi on your video right. game. Yep. But with this little color by yeah. number app, yeah, that's first of all, as so crafters, different. I'm like, I don't think I need an app to like tap on. I don't need to look like I'm on my phone more than I am. I'd much rather grab my sewing or knitting or embroidery mm-hmm. or whatever I'm working on. And do that for real. But I guess there must be something with, like, people who are a little bit addicted to their phone, who need something to do with their hand, that makes... Well, also, if you don't have the dexterity to cross-stitch, but you have historically really liked Mm -hmm. to do it. That's an excellent point. Like, I could see that being a useful... Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was um, one of the reviews that I saw was someone who said that she Mm -hmm. always loved doing cross-stitch, but really can't do it anymore. And with this, you can zoom in so you can see, and it's... it's like it's not it doesn't feel the same as doing cross stitch, but it kind of felt like a replacement that she could still do something like that. And in one sense, it is almost like it's a paint mm-hmm. by number game yeah. with a cross stitch aesthetic. Yeah. So I and guess. So there is something fun this, there, but, but anyway. It's it's one of those things that I'm like, must not be for me. <laughs> no. And it's not for yeah. me either. I know, yeah. and that's that's the thing is clearly the fact that there's multiple yeah. Yeah. versions of this kind of idea out there. I mean, it's for somebody. It must be a yeah. thing that a lot of people like. So and if, I mean, even if you just yeah. like the way it looks, yeah. I know a lot of people who like how cross-stitch looks but don't either have the skill or inclination to mm-hmm. do it. Um, I mean, I, I could see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I know that uh, huh. in the last like yep. month or so when I haven't been able to, like I've been uh, on hand rest and... Um, I've been really, one thing that I've found somewhat creatively satisfying when I'm like, oh, I really just wish I could knit for a couple hours right now, mm-hmm. um, is actually designing charts for knitting patterns, which is a similar concept, Concept, except I'm doing it in my Stitch Mastery design software. So I think, yeah, there's yeah. something there. But I, yeah, it, yeah, like it feels creative and it feels like you're doing something productive and yeah. that has some value. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I have been enjoying doing a thing that I did not think I would find enjoyable recently. Um, I've been making jewelry. Cool. Which is not uh, not a thing that I want to do for work. Not a thing I want to write tutorials about in any way. Um, Although I did once, I think, design (laughs) a, a fake turquoise polymer clay beads um tutorial so i guess that's sort of close but um i've been uh doing like different metal bending and stone and crystal design Mm -hmm. um because i i like i mean since i was a kid i have always liked rocks and crystals and things like that but um, I'm also kind of witchy, so I like those things for those reasons too. But I've been, I've been really enjoying making like custom jewelry for me. Like I made, and I will show you guys this uh, 
triangular beaded um, thing with with metalwork on oh, top, nice. and I managed to get the balance of it right, so it does not tilt. It actually stays centered, which is it didn't occur to me until I was doing it um, that that is actually a consideration hmm. when making jewelry. That makes sense. And so I've been uh, I've been really enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. But now uh, I cannot, for the life of me, find. Uh, I went to a a bead store in um, in Midtown in Manhattan with some friends who are visiting town uh, last year, I think. So I bought some beads with the intention of making a necklace a while ago and I also have a favorite necklace from like my college years it was a vintage necklace that um the string finally disintegrated basically and it's cat eye beads Mm -hmm. and I definitely saved them and put them away I cannot find either thing right now and I have been like tearing my workspace apart, <laughs> just trying to figure out where in the world I put these things that have just existed in my workspace, like as things that I have seen in passing for so long, and I can't find any of them. And now that I'm totally ready to make some jewelry, I, I don't know where they are. So I guess I have to actually finish organizing or reorganizing my studios because I don't know where they are and I want them now. <laughs> At my house, when that happens, we always say, oh, they're in a really safe place. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. Molly, I thought at your house it was that one pouch where you lost your coffee sleeve the night before our live show. Yes. I will check and see if your beads have ended up in the magical magical project bag. something else in that pouch? There was at least two things. Yeah, there were at least two things. <laughs> yeah. Maybe my beads yeah. are in that pouch. Would you check? <laughs> I will I will check. It's like the Bermuda <laughs> you never know of craft storage. <laughs> Which it I is. kind of like, well, I have craft Narnia under my desk. Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Um, and have long had craft Narnia. That used to be where like uh, CHA samples and stuff lived. Uh-huh. So it was always I, I very nearly built a little door just to put all of it behind there so I could. So then you can be like, yeah, it's organized in there. Like a, a cupboard and call it Craft Narnia. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope that um, you, if you had put that door in, you would have made an entranceway that was all filled with fur coats. <laughs> little fur coats. <laughs> Hello, vegan. <laughs> right, but you can get you could just do well, faux fur, faux fur, and then make them the, all right, all right, and then fine. make them cat. Yes, 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 and then make yes, them cat I'm- sized. <laughs> 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 yeah, yes, I didn't that's a know good idea. Where you were going with I- that? Other than I, I, I got the the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe <laughs> reference uh, and. The fur coats, and that was not where I thought you were headed. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I you're, really appreciate. You're welcome, everyone. Um. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> on an entirely different note, um, yes, there are more craft-themed games and activities that we have unearthed recently among the three of us than I think a lot of people would maybe expect if they hadn't looked for them. Um, sure. We've got 
the video yeah. games that we were That's talking fair. about from a few episodes ago. We've got this cross stitch app, which we've thoroughly unpacked. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think uh, one thing I wanted to talk about today was this board game that I'm pretty obsessed with uh, called Patchwork. Um, my husband and I played it, um, this past week on our anniversary trip. We went to a brewery in Ottawa, Illinois, um, called Tangled Roots, if you're ever in the area. It's not far from Starved Rock State Park. Um, and we just sat there and played Patchwork for, like, three hours. It's a two-person strategy-based board game. Um, if you've ever played, um, Carcassonne, you might like this game if you want to find a game that you could play with, like, your best friend or a partner or whatever. Um, and I really love it. Basically, the game is each player has a nine by nine grid of their own. And throughout the game, the object is to sew your own quilt, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a board with tokens. So you, This is a good game. Yeah. And there's a board with tokens that you advance around. And all the little quilt blocks are kind of like Tetris pieces. So there's several different shapes. Yeah. And you get a bonus at the end of the game if you're the first person to get a solid square of 7x7 seven seven pieces. Um, and mm-hmm. you use buttons as currency to denote, like, how many places you get to move. Um, it's really cute. And it also, if you oh, taught it to fun. a child, which you could, um, kind of teaches about, like, budgeting. Except you're using buttons and crafts so it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like you're, like, playing Monopoly. Which is cool. Hmm. Anyway, that's called Patchwork, and then there's another version of the game called Patchwork Express that that uses smaller boards and is a slightly less complicated version of the game, so it's really, like, Mm -hmm. kid-friendly. Yeah, it's fun. Isn't there there an app version of this as well that you can play with friends online? Yeah, I I got the app. Wait, why aren't we playing this game together? It's a two-person game. Online. And there's three of us. Yeah, but we could have more than one game going, <laughs> yeah, we right? Could. Like, uh, play each one of us could have a game yeah. going together. Yeah. We could have a, a, a patchwork triangle. Triangle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, the app is like I think I, I think I got it for like two ninety nine because I wanted I was really into like wanting to perfect my strategy. I don't know. I like to play games on my phone in the bathtub, full disclosure. So that was another reason I bought it. <laughs> So I could feel like I'm doing crafts. That's living dangerously. In the tub. Oh, it's. I've only dropped yeah, my phone in I, the tub but, once. I had to replace well, it. Well, <laughs> that was my next that, question. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's my. That's Fair my enough. secret hot mess lifestyle. <laughs> I don't feel like that is I a don't. hot mess. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's living life to the sure. fullest. Huh. You guys can make me feel better that way. <laughs> um, but anyway, last thing about Patchwork, um, the app is cool too because I got I I bought it for like our family, so my husband could download it onto his phone too. And so every once in a while, if we're like out and about at a place that's like way too loud, or we're both feeling like really socially overwhelmed. Um, we can still, like, play the game together discreetly, and everybody thinks we're just on our phones, and they kind of leave us alone. Um, uh, Jeremy and I used to play, <laughs> oh, what was it? Was it Words with Friends mm-hmm. or some sort of Pictionary game yeah. that yeah. I that used to be popular that I now can't remember? Mm-hmm. Um, we used to sit next yes. to each other at the bar that we yep. live above <laughs> and not speak to each other at all, <laughs> mm-hmm. but draw ridiculous pictures back and forth. That's really funny. <laughs> Um, um yeah. so it wasn't it must not be 
words with friends. I don't remember. It was a drawing one. Okay. But my husband went to art school. It was deeply unfair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the one thing, the other, the last thing I'll say about the Patchwork app is like, it is, I think I paid $2.99 for it, but my husband got it on his phone for free. And then it's also ad free. And the, and the mm-hmm. visual design is really cool. It actually reminds me a little bit of um, Kirby's Epic Yarn aesthetically. Mm. There's a lot of felt okay. imagery and like running stitches and buttons. It's cute. Cool. Um, I don't know why I haven't downloaded yeah. it yet. I guess that's what I'll be doing today. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Just watch out. I have been known to play it for like three hours. <laughs> Uh But anyway, um, and then in the show notes, there's two other kind of vaguely homemaking related board games or card games that I like. Um, One is called um, Herbaceous. And you try to, it's kind of like, um, oh shoot, I'm blanking on the name. But basically you try to gather um, different types of herbs. So like you try to kind of get all the lavender or all of the thyme or all of the basil. (laughs) And then the, and like... Okay. And then there's, like, a bonus card that you can get if you collect, like, all of one kind of herb. You get the Herb Biscuit card. <laughs> it's so cute. Wait. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Why are there biscuits? Well, because it's an herb-themed game, and, like, herb biscuits are a thing. So it's like you've made the yeah, biscuit? Yeah, like that you have. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It might it might be, like, one of each okay. herb. It doesn't matter. It's a fun game. And since it's card-based, it's nice for playing out and about. And then there's a game that I want to try really bad called Azul. Um, a part blue. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, pardon my Spanish pronunciation, which is non-existent. Um, <laughs> as much as I try, um, and it's a game that's also really beautifully designed, and it involves tiling a floor, <laughs> which All is right. really cool. Um, okay. Yeah. I could. Yeah. I could get into that. Um, I also I have um, Stitch Opoly which is uh, DMC put that out and it's basically like Monopoly, but Im- like embroidery and mm-hmm. cross stitch themed. That's and I think, fun. I think my game, yeah, I, I think it might still be sealed because I haven't convinced anyone in my family that they should play with me. Aww. So that's kind of sad, but um, it's really cute. Like it has metal pieces with um, all, you know, like they probably do still have the thimble piece on like regular metal. <laughs> they better. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it it also has like like a, a bobbin of thread and I think the DMC logo mm-hmm. and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that's but, fun. Yeah, yeah. Sometime, Molly, I'll have to come out to you, drive out to where you live, and we can play all the crafty board games. <laughs> I will yes. be so jealous. I think that's a good idea, <laughs> guys. Sorry, Haley. I'm sorry. You can you we'll yeah. Skype you in, and then you can just uh, well you can tell us what pieces to to put down. <laughs> I'm sure that'll work out really elegantly and seamlessly, no pun intended. It will. I, I think that we should just because I, I it would w- be hilarious. <laughs> um. Yeah. We could, we could like, play a game on the podcast. Or we could. Or, like, that would be the worst podcast episode ever. Or do a live or ever. something. We could or do the best. a live. Yeah. Whenever we get organized. That would be fun. Anyway, yay, craft oh games. That's becoming a theme this season, yeah. and I'm into it. I am yes. as confused as as ever about it, and um, that is also someday, fine. <laughs> someday I'll tell you about the craft theme game that I thought <gasps> I should design, but that'll be a whole other oh, episode. Do it. Now, that I, I want to know. Yes. <laughs> All right. 
I'll put that into future episode <laughs> topics. Um, so I, one of the things that I want to talk about came along when Haley sent me uh, a little response to an Instagram story that I posted. Uh-huh. And we were like, we have to talk about this. Um, so this is actually a little bit train of shame that this happened because I always feel so ridiculous when I do this. Oh, I know. But I know that other people do it. So that helps. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So if you ever have, um, if you do sewing with like fusible interfacing or certain types of um, batting, um, you know that if you iron the wrong side of a thing, that's really bad. <laughs> so basically, oh, no. you know, you've got the fusible interfacing or in this particular situation, it was um, cotton batting. And I didn't even think and I put the iron on the cotton batting and it just all sticks to the plate of the iron. And basically the first time oh, this ever no. happened to me, it was with fusible interfacing. I didn't realize which side was the fusible oh, side I've that was that. up and I put my iron down on it. Yeah. Yeah, and it it happens in an instant, and you just you suddenly go, oh, "What <laughs> did I just do?" And my the first time it happened, I was quite sure that my iron was just done. I had I had ruined yeah. it for good. And then I learned a very handy tip, which Haley hadn't heard before. But if you take a dryer sheet, like a fabric softener dryer sheet, and you iron that with your iron on. It removes all of the goopy residue from the plate of your iron. And it's like, it's, it's magical. The one thing that I have to say with this tip is that um, it will sometimes leave a slightly oily residue on your um, ironing board cover. So you may want to put something down. Um, I mean, it, it didn't like ruin it or anything. It's just as it, you can feel it. It's a little funky for a little while until it really wears off. But um, you know, if you put down a towel or something to do this, your iron is fine. It smells delightful. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, it's like, ah, clean well, laundry. Well, it's either going to smell good or terrible. Right, right. <laughs> but, it smells um, like it just, lavender, linen, and fire. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying yes. is I know what, what fabric in an oven does. So Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Don't do like, it. Doesn't go like that. Don't do say, it, kids. <laughs> I would say keep that iron moving. Check it. See if it, all the the goop is off of your iron. Then you know, do a little more if you need to, and um, and it all comes off. But then, in the midst of me sharing this, someone else contacted me and said that the tip that she has heard is that if you take um, like a Tylenol tablet, a acetaminophen or whatever it's called in, you know, the place where you live and you rub that on the surface of your iron while it's on, that also works. This sounds dangerous. To me. Yeah, Haley and I, I would both Haley and I both just myself. scowled so hard. <laughs> and that's the she said it's a little bit awkward and it's like difficult to do, but it works. I totally right. trust this person, but I have, I'm I not have ready to do it. I have a theory on on why it works. Okay. It's the same reason that baking soda works to clean almost anything. Okay. It's just that it's a mild abrasive. And it would, but it's not abrasive enough to scratch the surface of the iron. Um, sure. It's like a magic eraser mm-hmm. um, yeah. that is like 
extremely fine grained sandpaper, mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, I would say don't use a magic eraser on your hot iron, though. <laughs> well, no, don't. Well, also don't. <laughs> rub a Tylenol pill on your hot iron. But, um, I mean, the dryer sheet works because it's oil-based. Like, it's the same as putting peanut butter in your hair if, like, your kid sticks gum in in its hair. Or if your Um, dog steps on a piece of gum and it gets lodged in in the pad of his paw. And then then you have to wrestle with your dog Mm -hmm. to get the gum out, but also try to keep the peanut butter foot out of his mouth. Just saying that could happen. In theory. In, in a world. In a world. <laughs> like, yeah. in the universe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that is a thing. Um, at least I assume, <laughs> I, I assume that why the dryer sheet works so well is because the dryer sheet is also mildly abrasive, but has that oil on it yeah. because yeah. fabric softener coats um, fibers and smooths them. That's why it works. It also ruins your fibers and holds in odors. And there are lots of reasons that fabric softener is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. And also I'm allergic to it. So I'm especially (laughs) displeased. Yeah, Like we don't actually, in in my family, because of all of those reasons, and it's also not good for your dryer. mm -hmm. um, We don't use dryer sheets in our dryer. We keep them around for apparently iron emergencies and For soaking your uh, pots and pans that have crusted on food, because yeah. that also works, mm-hmm. which makes so an go. awful lot of sense. Uh, yeah. and <laughs> that I I think that that's it's really smart, and I'm totally going to get some dryer sheets specifically because I I have an iron that I really like that we've talked about before, and it it could use a little freshening. So that was huh. my that was my fun that with Tylenol. a messed up iron. <laughs> I wonder if there's more to it than um, than just the fact that it would be gritty. I wonder if there's a chemical reaction of some sort or something. I- I'm yeah, very curious was, about this Tylenol. It thing. was. She said specifically that, not like say aspirin, which you know you can use aspirin for like a scrub on your skin. I know, but um, that you like break it down. And so I was. I instantly went to. Do you make like a paste with the Tylenol? Uh, but she said no. You just rub I'm the tablet right on there. Googling it right now. <laughs> All right, listeners. If somebody actually knows why these things would work, like specifically. Oh my! I I have just found an entire world. Of things that one might use to clean an iron that one would not expect to clean an iron. So, Ooh. oh, there, that's an internet rabbit hole. One could. Oh, you should use tweezers, apparently. Okay, um, that's already a, a, a wiser step, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah. And uncoated, <laughs> uncoated. Yeah, that um, definitely makes sense. But why? <laughs> the dryer sheet just is so easy. The dryer sheet is easy, but man, this iron looks fantastic. So I um I am very curious about why why it is that Tylenol would work. But uh, apparently the Tylenol thing is uh like a widely practiced solution in the uk Hmm. and this person was from the uk because she used um whatever the brand name is that it starts with a p para something all 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Wow. We're just go. coming up with all sorts of things that people can write in and tell us yeah. we're wrong about today. I, I don't care. I want to see them all. <laughs> I know. I, I exactly. Opportunities to learn. Yeah. Yes. Please educate us all. But I am very curious about about why. I need to know. Yeah. I also want to know who decided to try that first. Because that seems like, here, let me just try rubbing. Because they had to have known the why it would work. Otherwise, who would think to just start rubbing a tablet on the surface of a hot iron, right? I would assume that somebody in a lab environment testing the actual, like, a, a medical lab environment accidentally found that it scoured something clean. That That is my assumption. But sometimes humans are just weird and they try things and there isn't a good reason <laughs> and my logic does not have a place. And actually, I kind of like that. Not that your logic doesn't have a place, but that people <laughs> are just just try weird things sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, speaking of trying weird things. Um, uh, yeah, that I could not think of a solid transition. So I, it works. Yeah. I, so I realized that I have a, another book coming out in June and I have literally told no one um, like on the Internet. Like you guys know. Yeah. Because yeah. you knew I was writing it. We, but I just we watched have you, not- we watched you writing it kind of like watching. Not that your book isn't going to be amazing, but the deadline was so <laughs> crazy. It was kind of like watching a car crash because it was like. An entire book in six weeks or something nuts, right? Yeah, it was six weeks. Jeez. Um, yeah. And I even got to, like, be there, see the the original pieces as you were mailing them because it oh, coincided yeah. with you my went with New York me. trip. You were present <laughs> yeah. when I sent them in. That's true. Um, which was actually very helpful. The moral support <laughs> and then distraction mm-hmm. uh, of, like having someone else there who also knows that you really did send it in is very helpful. (laughs) But, um, so all of that is to say, uh, I I wrote another book that is actually a kit. So it is, uh, it is called cross stitch the golden girls, 12 patterns inspired by your favorite sassy seniors. (laughs) <laughs> and I did the, and it, it's a kit. It comes with the materials to make, I think, two of the projects in it. And I did it with Quarto and um, the Golden Girls, as it turns out, are owned by Disney. So that is why I haven't been talking about it because I needed to keep quiet about the thing that I was working on. <laughs> but. Um, but now, but it's, it's, it's available for pre-order on Amazon, <laughs> and it exists, and I'll put a link in the show notes, so if you two are really excited about the Golden Girls, um, that that is a thing. And I'm sure that when I was writing it, I mentioned that I was very busy and doing lots of things, yeah. and I think we even talked about the fact that I was yeah. watching Golden Girls all the time, mm-hmm. because it was a really <laughs> good excuse to rewatch. But I got to completely immerse myself in the world of Golden Girls, and obviously I'm a Sophia, and uh, I was having a really <laughs> good time with it, 
and it was very fun, and I'm pretty excited for it to exist in the world. Yeah. So, yeah, so I wrote another I book. I'm excited Yay. for it to exist. <laughs> yeah, the quantity of thank you for being a friend gifts that we sent around last summer to each other <laughs> oh during my gosh. this process was yes. a lot. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty much all Golden Girls gifts to each other all the time yep. while I was writing the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I'm fine with that. And it was fun. Yeah, and that's how you know you really like a subject is when all of your friends are sending you gifts of this thing that you have no choice but to keep working on because your schedule is so tight, and you're still delighted every time it pops up. (laughs) You you know you're doing it right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, congrats, Haley. Yay! <laughs> I, I actually we are so proud of you and can't wait to see it all together. I had almost forgotten, but then Amazon sent me an email <laughs> saying that a new book from <laughs> Haley Pearson Cox was coming out. Aww. And I was like, that's oh. awesome. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that, that, that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> The, the only exciting new thing I've got going on besides playing crafty board games is um, <laughs> I finally bought like a real loom. Uh-huh. <laughs> not not just one That's that very looks exciting. like a harp that you made? Um, well, I have the giant loom that I've talked about before that I made um, with PVC Which is pipe, so cool. Because um, that one's giant too. Um, like five by seven or something. Um, and then I've had another loom that you could get at, like, a Joann's or a Michael's. I think it's a simplicity loom. It's just four pieces of wood that snap together. So you can do smaller weavings in your lap. But this yeah. but this new loom... I've got the Martha Stewart one of that, I think. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, independent companies that do that smaller size, like, mm-hmm. sheet of paper sized loom. Um, yeah. But the loom I yeah. bought, I bought used last weekend from... Uh, the woman who I actually took my first weaving class with, uh, my mm-hmm. own, let's be honest, the only weaving class I took was with this woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she's also a Chicago Public Schools art teacher. Um, she's really cool. I'll link to her um, Instagram in the show notes. But she had like gotten a, a larger loom that would suit the needs for the kinds of weaving she's been making so she put on instagram like mm-hmm. hey would anybody even want to buy this used just dm me and i was like immediately like within like, 10 minutes yes! <laughs> of her posting it i was like yeah i'll take that off your hands yeah that's <laughs> nice um, awesome. very nice yeah and it's like it can sit on top of like a dining room table or a desk and it's also got the ability to make a continuous tapestry Oh, cool. Um, so I can make it really oh, cool. long. And I think maybe even for Me Made May this year, which I want to do more seriously this time, um, I think maybe even including like a, a, a woven wrap to work on my like fabric making skills and not just wall hanging making skills yeah. would be really fun to try. Oh, that might be fun. And also it might be easier on your hands exactly. than knitting. Yeah. Exactly. So it's less portable. That's the really big bummer about getting into crafts that aren't just knitting and crochet and like embroidery and cross stitch that are very mobile. Like there's def like I definitely got into yarn crafts because I could take them with me everywhere. So Mm -hmm. that's like the the one difference that I'm getting used to. Um, But I'm excited. Um, That's cool. Yeah, making making lemons out of lemonade over here, I guess. (laughs) 
or shawls or, out of yeah. There's some there's some there's some joke there. I don't know. I'm too literal for this. <laughs> the the Haley the Haley story. I'm too literal for this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Uh, very, very. But we love you. Oh yes. my gosh. Aw. Well, on that note, this kind of random episode I think is about to to wrap up. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this, so. This was good. I We talked about Tylenol yeah. for a while. <laughs> I, I just, I want to know the science. It's not my fault. I'm too literal for yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I just am like, it's like magic. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, and but let's I exactly know want- why. <laughs> yes, please allow us why? to dissect this. My, I think my favorite quote of this episode is going to be, why is there a biscuit? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still confused. We'll play it sometime. But I'm also kind of hungry. Yeah. Same. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time. Yeah, let's get out of All here right. and eat some snacks. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> All right. If you are a person who likes to hang out on the internet, you should hang out with us. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at, at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. Want to join the conversation? Yeah! <laughs> Tag us using hashtag Very Serious Crafts. And if you're using Instagram stories, don't forget to tag us with at Serious Crafts so we can reshare. Are you a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast? Of course you are. Great. Uh, please, pretty please leave the Very Serious Crafts podcast. Yes. <laughs> leave us a five-star rating on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts because good ratings please. help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting to find us. And finally, if you'd like to sponsor an episode of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, visit VerySeriousCrafts.com and click Sponsor. Thanks. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> Bye.